everybody. Welcome to episode 14 of our weekly Gaming Meal podcast. As usual, we are here to deliver some gaming-related news and discussions in the form of a three-course meal. I'm one of your hosts, Manny, and I'm here with Eric. Hello, everybody. Mika. Hello. Caesar. Hey, guys. Nice to see you again. And Gilbert. Hey, how's it going? Okay, so in today's episode, our main course will be about a discussion about indie games versus AAA games. Uh, but before we get to our entree, we want to start off with some appetizers like usual, which are brief discussions on current gaming news. Take it away, bro. Alrighty, and for this week's appetizers, we have two good appetizers. And we'll start with a continuation of the debacle slash fight between two giant mega corporations, which is the fight between Epic oh, and on, Apple. Man. I was gonna say you got you gotta make it sound better, more more deep and more epic. Okay. No, it's the WWE Arena tonight. We have Apple the Destroyer versus Epic Rundown. Google's the referee or Google's the the side person that's in the sidelines. He's the the guy that just like runs down from the. And like Google just Yeah, Google's the one like like face planting, trying to come and help his to bat it all down, Sony owns one percent of Epic, so then Sony comes in somehow at the last second. I'm like, what the fuck? But anyway. Um so back to the appetizer and the description. So last week we talked about the whole uh we talked about Microsoft X Cloud, but we we basically switched <laughs> to the big big news from that, which is basically that uh, Epic's Fortnite game was blocked from the Apple App Store because they tried to put direct payment implementation and circumvent the app, the Apple App Store and the Google Play Store uh, payment methods. So either way, uh, Fortnite was basically blocked by both Apple and Google, and then the uh, Epic. Uh, sued them for, which is basically their plan all along. So the f- continuing up to this week, uh, Apple uh, told Epic that they were going to terminate all Epic Games developer accounts and g- uh, terminate all developers that use Epic software, terminate their access to tools in iOS and Mac. Wait, effective wait, wait, we gotta ask though. Um, do, Go ahead. Do, uh... Is Unreal Engine like uh, this? Is something I was thinking. Yes. Is Unreal Engine on iOS? Yes. Or is it just for Mac? Yes. Unreal I mean, Engine I mean, I mean used... the 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 ecosystem for the cell phones. That's what I'm talking about. Like, like yeah. not yeah. Not... Okay. Yeah, so the Unreal Engine money. can be used multiple ways. There are developers that use Unreal Engine to develop their games, and then they just put them in the iOS systems. So iOS can run uh, Unreal Engine. There's different versions of the Unreal Engine. It's not the the flashy one you saw for the PlayStation 5 reveal, and that's it. There's many various versions of the Unreal Engine. Uh, so Epic's basically saying uh, they obviously then they they filed a termination. Uh, they they filed a lawsuit Epic against Apple, a second one, to stop Apple from doing this. Basically, a cease and desist, uh, a restraining order. 
and then basically what this means is that Apple could, uh, Epic could lose access to all Apple iOS tools, uh, depending on what. And that is, this is just two big companies fighting it over. And I think I've explained enough. Where I'm gonna just send that out to to you guys, and I, I'll start actually with uh, Gilver. What do you think of this whole thing? I mean, it's a it's a battle of the billionaire companies. Well, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Apple is now worth two trillion dollars. So today, yeah. They really care I'm about their money. I'm a fucking trillionaire, bitch. Double mm. trillionaire. Um, yeah, double trillionaire. Like, like I know I've, I, I thought about it. I don't care really what happens between Epic and Apple. What I do care is what's the impact that this is going to have between, like, what's the potential impact that this can have for other companies that actually do, you know, are impacted by the 30%. Like, Game so, exposure, really? That too, yeah. Because I think they have a really strong case. Like honestly, Epic has a strong case. Um, based off what I'm. You're using. you're a you're a pro Epic on this fight. Yeah, um, I between these honestly, two sides, I'd as say long I, as I I'd, be, I'd line with Epic. as long as Apple. Like at the end of the day, I, I'm a you know I'm a consumer. Like I only care. <laughs> Like I'll be honest, I only care the fact that if I could get like for example options to mm, variety of applications, variety and, and of stuff more like that. Open the thing is market. Yeah, because I don't care what happens. Because I, ha- I have, you should a, care because if you want. Dude. Well, yeah, because it doesn't affect you personally. But well, well here's the, the thing: whatever whatever happens with Apple is likely going to happen with with. Uh, Google, in a sense, yeah. So Android, Android is open source. It's it's open market. Yes. Even if Google, yes. even if the Google Play Store has like eighty five percent of of all traffic in terms of like application downloads and everything, Apple with Apple, you don't have a fucking choice. It's the App Store, and that's no, it. And there's there's no way to get applications outside of the App Store. There's nothing. Right. Apple Apple has full. I think that's the that. fight. Yeah, right there. That's the oppression. Yeah, that, that is the fight. fight. That is the fight. Absolutely. That is fight one. Fight two is then, hey, it's 30% too high. Well, that's the argument that... that I think... That's, that's here's the thing I believe it people, is, but yeah. I mean, they sued because of uh, because of the... How do you say it? Um, Antitrust laws, monopoly. Because of that, but really the end game is... Uh, yeah, but they, they sued because Apple, because of their, their system that they've set, uh, their app store, they they basically force it that if you want to make money, you have to go through the middleman, which is me. And I get my 30% cut no matter what you do. So Epic is saying, why should I be forced into a platform? Why do I have to go through you and give you 30% of what I'm going to make? Yeah, going to that, like I'm going to add, like that, they're really trying to set up Epic Game Store on iOS without... Oh yeah, that, that for penalty. for sure. This this is a move that Epic wants to gain a lot more than they lose or whatever. Epic is is fighting the fight, if you will, to make they a hell of a lot run. of money down the line. For they sure, Epic run. is not like the the good guy, if you will. They're also a corporation with their own, you know, <laughs> ideas yeah. and and what they want to do. But Excellent. I still, I still, <laughs> I still <laughs> like. I'm on their side as opposed to Apple, where it's like a close yeah. market with no options. I I, I, I um, would say I would be on Epic's side on this fight. Um, and if it, yeah, 
I kind of want to ask Mika because she, I think out of the five of us, she's the only one that actually is into the Apple uh, world. <laughs> like what she thinks or, 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 if, or is she annoyed that, that Apple Store is the only way to get apps or, or anything like that? Maybe it doesn't come up often, but. No, like just because I have an iPhone doesn't mean I like I like the Monopoly. No, I'm definitely uh, up with Epic. I'm like that Epic is making this fight because everybody's just like taking it, and nobody has ever had the strength to fight back. And Epic's the only one that actually has the backbone to That's fight true. back. Watch, I think it's a monopoly, and it's an uh, abusive monopoly. Yeah. Thirty percent. It's a lot yeah. of money. It's this Apple tax that they have on on everything that's yeah. made through the, yeah. through the app store. So yeah. I want to go and it's say like, a like, few like things. You make something, and then you make your content, and then just to have it show up on a popular store where everybody can get it, you have to give them thirty percent. Doesn't matter what it is. Yep. That's that's, and, that's a monopoly. And I get and they block you from selling it elsewhere. Yeah, like they, from, they have no fucking option. I get taking a so, piece of the pie, but thirty percent is my because they are they are curating the store, they're hosting the the applications. There are yeah, things yeah. that they're doing right to upkeep the store, but fuck, if there's no options and and that's like the only thing, it just feels like a dictatorship but, but there like, in the, the in thing, Apple I, world. I, I disagree with that because all mm -hmm. of, all other other distributors like Sony, Nintendo. Xbox. They do the same uh, shit. Steam, the same they shit. They charge thirty yeah. percent. Yeah. So, like, I, I, again, I it's think the standard more to it. Yes, that's a standard. They're basically just but, standard. But this is the thing. Apple, Epic is saying real quick, Caesar. Epic is Epic is on their store. They're doing ten percent or or twelve. Twelve. It's, it's twelve percent. Twelve, right? So Epic thinks we're taking too much, or the standard is that we're taking too much. Let's lower this, right? That's. At least that's what they're saying by by mm -hmm. what they've done with their actions so far. Caesar, go ahead. Sorry. No, yeah, that's true. Epic is fighting this war against everybody to lower those those um, intermediary um, prices. But the thing is, there's a bigger crowd. There's a bigger war. Apple's like the only American-based uh, company that's doing this, and you know, I got to respect um, the fact that, yeah, they are the big intermediary, but they're not the only one. They don't have a monopoly. That's not true. They have but, a monopoly within the Apple OS. Yeah, within the You ecosystem. have no other exactly. option. Unless exactly. You, unless you home exactly. Now, obviously, the, the, the logic is you're buying an Apple product, so you're stuck with Apple. But, but like, that shouldn't be the case, I, in my opinion, not in this day and age, right? But but this is the thing. This is the thing. And this is where I'm, I'm not siding with Apple. It used to be that excuse was fine and dandy because Apple offered people this certain level of um, security. You remember those those times where buying in a Mac and yeah, being in yeah, that but, ecosystem meant you weren't gonna get any any viruses. You were yeah, basically that's, that's, that's but that's not, not the case. No. So the value that Apple had over the other ecosystems has eroded over time. So that thirty percent is looking mighty abusive today. In you know, in today's age, where really, like, pfft, 
uh, app versus Android, Apple versus Android versus, you know, that's it. Um, <laughs> Microsoft is is no, well, I mean PC. I'm just saying because you could be like going Android, Apple, or or PC, or or even you're talking mobile. PS4. You you going... lost all of it. Other options. You lost there. those advantages that you, you used to have. So at this point in time, I have to agree with you guys. Apple is not looking pretty in this little fight. There is there is also the fact, and I think this is why Epic has a, a case. Because Apple has a deal with other companies like Amazon, where they'll do the deals with those other companies. And they'll take less of a cut from those companies. Uh, example is Apple and Amazon, which yeah, I they think only... Amazon is the only one though. Yeah, but but they make a deal, and you know why? Because well, Amazon Netflix gave them a deal, a deal on the servers for whatever cloud storage they needed. Because uh, they're using uh, um, uh, um, Apple's using tat. the Amazon uh, cloud service, Amazon whatever the acronym is. So basically, it's a pro pro, pro pro between the two companies. And it's like, wait, you're you're making a business deal on the side, but then you won't make a deal with anybody else for a lower percentage. So you 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 are willing to to take less, but it's only when, like, it's it's when only for your in it for me, <laughs> correct? And it's it's like, yeah, you 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 may have to screw it over. And and I, I'm I'm on the mindset of if you if Apple wins this, I also want it to be so that. Charge everybody thirty percent, and maybe see some of these big companies take back some of that power. Because if if Amazon leaves uh, the iOS store, mm -hmm. that would be a, a hit to Apple. If some of these yeah. big companies start pulling their apps from from iOS, it's like no, give us the freedom to do our own side business, or or we won't put your apps there. You you start seeing all of these big companies start pulling apps from the iOS store, and that's gonna affect uh, Apple really quick. Yeah, but nobody true. will do that because 30% is better than nothing. There's too much fucking money. There's too much money. But but here's the scary thing, okay? Where, where like Apple has full control of the App Store, right? What if all of a sudden they change their fucking policies because they have control over it and they raise it to 50% or 90% or like nothing can technically stop them other than like obviously people like stop supporting their entire fucking application. <laughs> but... This is well, this yeah, is why exactly. it's that's, a... that's that's going to be a, a stopper. It's not like yeah. they can do that. But I can I can I can get behind your fear mongering. <laughs> it, it, but you know because you don't have an alternative, it's 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 just scary. Like I can see the the thirty percent is the industry standard. It could be probably too high in this day and age because you make so much money off this that. Because these these are such big marketplaces that thirty percent cut on on everything across the board is is billions of dollars a year. Like um, I read um, in one of the articles that they made fifteen billion off the App Store alone, not touching it. Like literally, it's just off that thirty percent revenue. They made nineteen billion of ads, ad revenue of you know that that are sold on the on the App Store, and it's like what the fuck, <laughs> you know, like. These are billions of dollars, and uh, they don't they don't need and that it, much. And it's basically money. It's, not it's, real. It's, yeah, it's not real work. It's just advertising. It's yeah. meta 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 work, as 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 it were. It's intermediary. 
Yeah, so so Epic just wants to open up the marketplace, make sure other people have options, um, I, and maybe would, offer one with a lower, you know, tax. I would not be surprised if most, if I would almost like to say all developers are rooting for Epic. Because it's basically, if Epic wins, it's almost like an indirect way that Apple will have to lower the cut or do some sort of deals yeah. where you get this a cut now, but you can't just in, in, in perpetuity get a 30% cut on everything forever. Yeah. It's no. similar to that Epic wanted to do. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's similar on their fight against Steam, right? Technically, if they sell the same amount at a million units on Steam and on Epic, they make more money off the Epic store. Straight up. <laughs> like, they make. Uh, 20% more, 18% more to be exact, right? And if they have the Unreal Engine, that's another 5%. But that's a, that's another and, thing. And, um, and I agree, bro. And basically what we've seen so far is that games come out for the Epic Store. Everybody started complaining like a year ago now at this yeah. point. And then the second the game comes on Steam, it becomes number one seller on Steam. Which it doesn't means matter. It didn't matter. I still it got my matter. 18% above. I still got my deal with Epic. And I still sold my copies on Steam. And I'll still buy it day one if I really want it that badly and it only comes out on Epic. Um, yeah. It's, it's, and yeah. because I of do... Epic, uh, I think Steam changed some of the percentages, right? You know, because because Steam was like in like 30% Good. on everything. Good. And after Epic came out, I think started. Steam yeah, dropped it bigger... to like, if you make more than a million dollars, then mm -hmm. we'll only take 10%. Yeah, so they'll, they'll take the 30 of the first million, but anything after that, it lower, it goes down. Yeah, it's something yeah, like that. Yeah, but that's fair. That That's more fair. For me, that's a, a fair model that if Apple did that, I would have no issues with. Because you're, 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 you're playing ball. I do dislike the, and this is just me, and I, I have an Apple device, the whole thing. Uh, the no, Apple ecosystem, because I can't frank. do anything other than what Apple allows me to do. do you think and it's nice, but 30% is truly representative of what they, of the work they put in for having it in their stores? Do mm -hmm. they manage those servers? Yeah, oh. the, I, I don't know if 30% is probably too high technically, but they still need to make yeah. revenue and Because stuff, apparently but, like, one of the biggest companies right now in gaming is able to do it in on 12%. And from my studies, 5 to 15% is fucking awesome margins for any <laughs> company what the fuck is 30 percent right now you know what i mean the industry standard across yeah. the board it's just it's just some number that, yeah. that people pick when this when this Not came up somebody, and now somebody, they've, they've grown 30 percent and everybody yeah. yeah they've grown beyond that 30 percent and they're just making so much off of it if, if, if it's a passive income in in the sense that you know once you set it up you really don't have to look too much into it and, and yeah i mean you still like there, there are fees for upkeep maintaining you know these people review yeah. the apps they curate them so they do check the apps they're supposed to beforehand before allowing them on the store stuff like yeah, that and they maintain um, they maintain a like, certain level sure of... they do I, I, so i said they're supposed <laughs> to because you see a <laughs> lot of garbage and no offense to but there's a lot of chinese garbage apps with a bunch yeah. of apps in the ios that is curated my ass Apple's yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, as you let me take 30%, I don't give a shit what goes into my store. This is actually the truth wow. from Apple. Mm -hmm. I don't give a that's, shit what goes into the store. Saying, as as I get that's that the excuse that they say, right? I think some companies do that better than others, for sure. But 
Um, that's what they're that's what they're saying. The thirty percent is for like, mm, yeah, sure. And for curating, it's not even for maintenance or or server well, upkeep or bullshit. They don't it's do not anything. just curating, but yeah, maintaining servers, paying for the servers. That stuff costs money. Okay, um, it's it's not 30% for sure, yeah. It, it depends on the scale. I, at this scale, no, it's not even close. You don't need 15 billion close. to maintain servers, no matter how exactly. many fucking servers. Like, they mean 15 <laughs> billion dollars. That's what I mean. Yeah. Like, you know, you know that, that it doesn't even represent 1% of 15 billion dollars. You know, it doesn't even take. True, like, it doesn't take that much. Especially with the alien to run this. With the deal that they have with Amazon. (laughs) (laughs) And if you can make deals with Amazon, you should be able to at least open up to make deals with people. I guess people don't try because Apple's so big now. As as Gilbert said, the two trillion uh, valued company. Mm-hmm. That's insane. That is just insane. Mm-hmm. All right, and let's let's absolutely not. Let's even. try to move on to our next appetizer. We spent a good time on that one. That was a good discussion. Uh, our second appetizer and last appetizer for this week is um um what's what's the name of the developer? I just drew a blank slate. Sucker Punch. Sucker Punch. Uh, Sucker Punch uh, announced that they are releasing a new mode for their Ghost of Tsushima game called Legends. And they announced it uh, coming later this year. And it's going to be a co-op multiplayer mode. And it's all free to owners of the game, which is very impressive. And obviously, we'll see what the mode is. But like, it's, it's two-player co-op story missions. It's four-player like horde mode, survival missions. And even it has like a, some sort of like a four-player raid. <laughs> <laughs> which yeah. if, uh, some of us here, when we hear the that word raid, awesome. we our, our eyes immediately, <laughs> especially Joker. <laughs> <Mechanic, especially> <laughs> uh, no, I love that shit. That sounds amazing. So what what do you guys think? And I'll, I'll draw it to Manny since he's also one of the big biggest players here for Ghosts. Yeah, I'm I'm super hyped. This came out of nowhere, and it's just a little mode that they're adding on, but it's so cool that they're that they're that they're doing it in the first place. And second, like they showed a little like a minute video, it was a minute long more or less. Um, and it looks neat. We don't know much about the three modes. It appears to be three modes: um, two players and sort of two player co-op story missions. That could be pretty cool, bro. I know you and I have played, you know, some stealth games that have you know a little bit of combat. This would fall. Oh, in we, line we, with that. Like, we were playing a stealth game yesterday, in a way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Different it's like kind army of stuff. Of two. It's like army of two. We play games like Ar- Origami, is it? There was like Aragami. a ninja... Uh, yeah. A bunch or, of stealth um, ninja games. Uh, and this is like <laughs> really... Opening my eyes like, ooh, this will be really, really good co-op. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so two-player co-op story, and then they have like uh, four-player, looks like some sort of wave survival base, which is, I mean... We've also played uh, Neo fairly recently, right? That's very similar to this. Neo Combat is a lot more involved than this one, but it still should be pretty fun. And it's free, like it's. And then the raid that I don't know how they're gonna do it, but it's it's cool. It's just exciting. You've played Destiny raids. Gilbert knows MMO raids, and Caesar does MMO raids too. And and that sounds that sounds interesting for sure. Yeah, it'll be it'll be cool how they how they do that, and it's free and. I'm playing it <laughs> for sure. <laughs> no, like we, we talked about it last week during our game of the year discussion. And I basically said this was the game of the, the year for me almost. Yeah. And the fact that they're adding a 
co-op mode like this, and this sounds amazing, and from what I played from the game, if they even nailed the same combat, only mm -hmm. you add more players to it, uh, this, this, is, this, uh, this is a very surprising announcement. Yeah, Never I think it might up. bump it up on my rank a little. I put it at fourth in my list. It might bump it up a couple of spots. Um, I don't think anybody else here has played Ghost of Tsushima. Not yet. I mean, if you look at the trailer, they they're they're showing up a lot more like magic, and they're just they're just going all out with the game, and they're they're yeah uh, they're announced they announced that they they're gonna have different classes. So that you're gonna have your samurai, your hunter, your oh, yeah, I assassin, and they're all gonna have unique skills, and you probably can level them up and the whole thing. So I'm like, oh yeah, this could be something where they think they're gonna make an MMO, but they're not. They think... not an MMO, but you can basically this is the this is the bar for any I guess samurai ninja game going forward now. <laughs> they they are adding MMO aspects. The raid is like an MMO yeah, tradition, dude. if you will, right? Where where Destiny kind of adopted it for first person shooters or their type, and and this might do it for a ninja game. <laughs> I definitely um, like it as an exploration on on what the new generation and and what they can do with the programming and stuff like that, and how they can incorporate. Because let's be honest, Gilbert. I mean, MMOs need a revamp. Like, it's been long enough. We need that next-gen shit to really revolutionize MMOs. And let's be honest, just like Master, like PC Master Race, all games strive to achieve MMO numbers. You know, they all do. They all want to be an MMO. Define. I mean, here's the thing, dude. Don't there, there's a, only a select few MMOs that do make it. MMOs. There's more failed MMOs than successful. No, MMOs. Okay. Exactly. That's what I mean. MMOs is literally the holy grail. If you can make a successful MMO, <laughs> if you're like good enough, let's be honest. Fortnite. Fortnite, it, Fortnite is basically an MMO. It's not. Um. Well, I, 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 well, I think she's on her point. She's on her point in that no, she's are she's are just missing and miss miss speaking his term his point, which is yeah. Fortnite has evolved the idea of what it would be to make a successful MMO. No, which Fortnite is a multiplayer Fortnite is online a social game? platform. An MMO is right. a social platform. Fortnite is not an MMO. Fortnite is such an MMO. Fortnite is a, is a, a fucking is battle a royale with social fucking aspects. It's not an MMO. An MMO is a is genre massive. in this day and age. My it's friends, a battle royale. Fortnite yeah. is massive. Come on, baby. It's massive. It is Which? royal. It's a rumble. It's an MMO. Yes. Yeah, I mean, sure, it, it, you can fit it inside of the MMO. Like, okay, okay. By, by, term, it. <laughs> by term of the acronym, it is a massively online multiplayer game. There you go. But no an MMO in genre me, is short for MMO RPG. That is the fucking what people yeah, but, call MMOs but, these days. But that, that I think, and she's, she's I think like, you're maybe just she's cornering like, yourself but, there. I think you're cornering but yourself. What you're, you, you're, what we all think of MMOs, because we we're all slightly, I guess I'm gonna call us older. I'm gonna date us older players, where we think MMO, we think World of Warcraft, and we picked yeah. up the fifty dollar a month subscription. 
That's no longer well, that's what the I wanted to change. Google. I know, this, this is not my. This is not my view, Caesar. Google MMO and see the fucking what you see. <laughs> you see World of Warcraft, Look, Field Wars, fucking Final Fantasy You see all the RPGs. You don't see Fortnite. You don't see Battle Royales. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Listen to me. Listen to me. It's just that Google isn't ready for this revolution yet. But no, no. Google isn't ready it's for my mind. <laughs> what, what everyone should strive to be. Uh, an MMO game is everyone's dream. If I can get massive multiplayers online and get everybody engaged, that's it. That's the holy grail. Whether or not people are good at it, whether or not games that are out um are successful whether or not that is the riskiest venture you can have whether or not it's the most expensive thing you can go after that that i i don't contest true all of it is hard and it's the most difficult and that's exactly why it's the holy grail so br bringing this back to the because he starts talking about mmo and he brought up Fortnite, which is a free-to-play game. Obviously, Ghost of Tsushima Legends will not be a free-to-play. It'll just be a free DLC add-on to a $60 game. But That kind of limits it, obviously, here, in terms you know of a player I mean? base. But then... Like how Wait, many people are gonna play? Because I know I know Manny a, and I are gonna play this. Um, it's a suggestion. Like they should have made like a separate download or like a well, separate well, game. Look at, look at what Halo software. did. Halo announced free to play Halo multiplayer, and I think that's a genius move. That's gonna make him a ton of money. Yeah, but but here's the thing, and this might be on sucker like sucker punch development philosophy, if you will. They they just want to add content, and and in this case, it went with a multiplayer mode. They don't want to add an entire game, monetize the game, you know, stuff like that. Because, like, there's no doubt that Halo Infinite will be monetizing their multiplayer. I don't well, think Sucker Punch wants to monetize. Sucker Punch announced already that they're not going to have microtransactions. For, exactly. Yeah, so, but they no. are showing the community, you know, what the new technology can bring to the table. That's for sure. And, and it applies to the multiplayer genre. And, and that multiplayer genre is going to be done online. Maybe it'll be massive. Maybe it won't. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I, I think games as a service are, is here to stay, man. No, I, 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 go ahead, Mika. I, I want to do a not a, what is the word sidestep or a that all tangent? these games. Yeah, I guess a tangent, kind of related but not. Uh, it just reminded me that all these games called battle royale, and probably nobody knows where the name battle royale comes from. Ah, well, we all do. do because of you. <laughs> you showed us. You, I, I remember when you showed me the, the original the Battle Royale manga slash... Uh, I actually read yeah. the manga. For yeah, those that movie. don't know, Battle Royale it's a manga slash movie slash yeah, novel. It's an original novel. It was made into a popular movie. It's made into a popular manga. And it's basically a group of students thrown into an island and told to kill each other until only one survives. Yeah. And that's the one that gets to go back home. And it's been adapted over the years to... to... Mika, correct me if I'm wrong. Was that the original concept creation? Or did, 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 that, did that concept exist before the fame of that movie? I, to me, at least is the first one I'm familiar with. I don't remember. I remember because when I read Hunger I Games, I was like, 
this is battle royale. What the fuck? You could date it back to the Romans. I mean, I know that the Romans had battle royales inside of the Colosseum. But the gladiator. I saw the gladiator movie. <laughs> yeah, to be true. <laughs> I mean, if you want to go back, if you want to call it concept, everybody versus everybody style, then it's old. But I think mm. like what she's saying I, is more I don't know the answer to, to that, but at least like in that. but at least in popular media, battle royale is the first. At least to me, the oh, yeah, most. That, Popular the term or the first, like, now. yeah. I mean, they they call the 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 genre the name of that manga, yeah. The name comes from there. I was I was thinking of like the concept. It would be it would be like an interesting research. And yeah, like that, like but... they literally call the genre the name of the novel. So, yeah, so, yeah that was right. my side step. Please read it. It's awesome. It is a or good nice movie. And movie story the, lesson. The movie is good. The manga is amazing. I actually haven't read the novel, but I heard it's good too. Too much reading at that point for me. Uh, the manga is so good. When it, came, when it came to no pictures, no comic book, no. Uh, There's the movie. Yes. All right. Let, let's let's <laughs> let's move on. I think we've we've talked enough about Ghost of Shima Legends. Hopefully that comes out soon, and hopefully, and I'll speak for myself when I say Gilbert and Caesar and Mika join us for that mode. I mean, if they ever get that game, but I know you're at least doing the two player mode. You're fighting for who's going to be the Ronin. <laughs> yeah, we, we need to try the raid too. Oh, we're doing raid. <laughs> I'm doing the raid. I haven't done a raid. Yeah, in we're going to need to like, like, find people online or something. Well, you have to do say the word raid and Jilver shows up. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, with that, those are appetizers, and we'll be moving on. As long to as they our... do it better than Kulf Taroth, you know what I'm saying? What happens? What's happening? Caesar decided <laughs> to pitch in at the end. All right, moving on to the main course. All right. And for this week's uh, main course and entree, we have a very interesting topic in which we will be discussing. Uh, indie indie games versus triple A games, and we're just gonna have a quick discussion, and we'll do comparisons on some of the famous games that have copied some old legendary games, I guess. But I say, copy, I, I say tribute, tribute. <laughs> fine, fine. Yeah, bring it all back to battle so, royale. Uh... Tribute. Uh, but let 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 me let me actually pass it over to Manny. Manny, give us a quick brief definition of like what is a AAA game and what All is right. an indie so, game. So we can have uh, I think I think it's a good place to start, just knowing more or less like like what the spectrum of AAA and what this you know against indie is, because there there are games in between that aren't AAA but aren't indie either. They're like double A. Some people call them double A, single A. At that point, the lines are blurred. There's no like clear definition or anything. But roughly speaking, in this day and age, a AAA game is made by big budget companies, right? Big publishers, big developers, lots of money in them, hundred man teams, a lot of monetization, <laughs> and um, they have you know big press conferences, a lot of marketing. So that's that's the definition of a AAA game. Uh, for example, this year, uh, like Cyberpunk 2077 is a very big game. That's a AAA game. Avengers, Marvel's Avengers, AAA. Um, those are games that are upcoming. Games that have released. Ghost of Tsushima. 
Ghost of Tsushima, Last of Us, Final Fantasy VII. We all talked about all these last week. Even games like Tony Hawk Pro Skater. Uh... Yes, on a smaller scale, but yes, that is still AAA because it's a big publisher with with budget behind it, right? Final Fantasy. Um, it doesn't. It doesn't. I, I said Final Fantasy. It doesn't. Oh, <laughs> yeah, they don't have to be sixty bucks. Pricing doesn't matter as much these days. Apparently, they're actually coming. Some AAA games are coming out that are a little bit cheaper um, than sixty dollars. But before, it was mostly all the sixty dollars games were like considered AAA, and then anything underneath was like more AA or indie. So on the other side of the spectrum, we have indie games. Indie games are. They're called indie because they're they're mostly speaking developers that don't have a big publisher. They don't have a lot of money. It's mostly a project of passion that they have an idea or they love uh, a project so much that they want to push out, if you will, or create a, this game. In but 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 it also means that the developer is an independent, which means they're not owned by another yeah. higher corporation. Yeah, that's what indie stands for. It's short for independent, right? So so they don't have they don't have uh, responsibilities to to shareholders, if you will. Or, or publishers in this case. Usually, most yeah. indies will do self-publishing of their games rather than actually relying on one of the big publishers. Yeah. Like but there are also mid-level publishers that focus on publishing indie titles, um, like promising indie titles, so they'll give them more funding so they could make finish those games. Stuff like uh, Revolver Digital and uh, Tiny Build, I think is another one, right? They, there's a couple of publishers that that do fun strictly indie-speaking titles, people, you know, but generally speaking, they're smaller games in scope, smaller teams, you have, you have development teams of, of 10 people at most, I'm not going to say at most, but like 10 people, sometimes it's one single person doing everything, which is absolutely crazy. Some of the games that these, this single man teams can do. Um, um, in terms of pricing, it's, it's very, it's rarely $60. You have a couple like No Man's Sky that got that high because of hype. Um, but you're looking more towards the twenty, thirty dollar range for pricing, um, or less, and and there's very little marketing, if any. And if a game gets popular, it's mostly because of word of mouth and praise that they receive from you know reviewers, players, and, and things like that. Stuff like um, most more recently, Fall Guys, a game called Fall Guys. What a lovely game! It's an indie game. But it's already sold over two million, and the game is free on PlayStation. So the game so, as of today had fifteen plus million con concurrent players on PlayStation. Yeah, yeah, uh, it sold over two million on Steam, and the game is free on PlayStation, which means what thirteen million then on PlayStation, more or less, roughly speaking. Give or take, yeah. Um, yeah, but, that's but that one was of those like Animal Crossing level bullshit. <laughs> it's a small team. They made an endearing game that's very fun to play. And it picked up through social media. It it blew up, right? So like that's that's um, that's an example of a strong indie title, very recent that that had very um, a big impact. But normally speaking, you have big budgets, big games, lots of money behind them. Again, small games, small budgets, small teams, um, works of passion. That's that's the differences. Obviously, there are things in between. Um, 
stuff like Tony Hawk is still AAA, but it's it's a lower level AAA, and and there's all sorts of there's higher level indies, things like that. But I just wanted to get that out of the way. So my rant is done. How do we proceed? And I see half of you are muted. Oh, I am here. I'm good. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm here too. All right, let let's actually proceed yeah, with this. Okay, so like, I I, I want to name like like I guess to me they're indie games that I really really recall, but I'm not entirely sure if they're indie games now that after your explanation. <laughs> okay, Animal Crossing not an indie game. <laughs> no, I know that is not an indie game. God, God damn. I'm that's fine. That's fine. That's fine. Maybe maybe it's a good idea to like to like gauge where an indie game is because a game like Ori and the Blind Forest. It is published by Microsoft, and they, you know, they probably gave him a fair amount of money. Yeah, but I something like that. Still consider that indie because it's a small development team. Maybe now they have more funding and they have more renown, so maybe it's a mm-hmm. little bit. It's like double A nowadays, but <laughs> double A. <laughs> yeah, that's that's where like the lines get blurred. But do you have any uh, any other examples where like? No, at least to me, like two indie games that I really, really enjoy and really, really stood out for me are uh, Brothers and Dust. Okay, so Dust. Oh, Dust and Elysian Tale. Yeah, that's totally indie. <laughs> and that's but it was one of those games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's one of those games that was made by one dude, a single fucking dude, made everything in that game. It's, it's so good though. That it's game crazy. is really good. Yeah, yeah, it's a it's crazy fantastic. good artist because I think that's the hardest part is being an artist because programming all the other crap like the 2D platforming that's crap. That's easy compared to the <laughs> artwork. Pro programmers been doing it for 2 weeks. <laughs> Yo, I'm just saying it, man. It's not easy, dude. Game programming is hard i've artists, actually artists seen skill, like, like programming today sure, programming if you is... want to become an indie developer yeah, you could guys, make like google you it could make a, it a, a is puzzle so game or fucking easy it's not that easy I mean, to make it's easy to get the basic stuff down yeah you like, could learn how the, to program you cannot learn how to make a game from bait. like like Without a lot of education, okay, it yeah. does the, take. The problems effort. are the problems are, are are mostly about like how good it looks and. No, like and... like that game was uh, that game was nice to look at. It was very nice. Amazing it had a good story. It had a. Fun, it was fun. Gorgeous. Yeah, that was. It, it was fun. Like it was. The nice combat to look was at. good. Yeah, it had a good story. Everything was yeah. good about it. If you ask me right now, it like your biggest. Uh, barriers are if you're a good story writer, if you're a good, uh, you know, a painter or like designer, and Artist. whether or not your idea of what engaging mechanics are actually what other people find engaging in terms of, of gameplay. But programming it, as long as you have the vision, like, that's like the least of your worries nowadays, and especially like with the new gen. I think next gen is going to empower all the creatives out there Having so that they don't been... need to be mechanically strong. They just need to have the talent in terms of creativity and art. And, Having and, been and the only actual programmer here. I will disagree wholeheartedly. <laughs> with no, I've actually, I've I think actually there's more tools few things already. 
I think and there's more I, tools that and, and more assistance. That doesn't make it easy. Exactly. Okay? That's what I mean. It's easy comparatively. No, it's not. It, it's <laughs> well, yeah, the thing. If you suck at drawing, then yeah, that, that becomes hard. But if you're good at drawing, it's not that hard, right? It could be it could be something like that. Maybe you're not good with computers, so you don't understand programming, which makes it hard. Maybe you're good with computers, so you understand programming. It it's all a matter of it's two <laughs> things. But this is the thing. This As is a the whole, thing these that, things are like, ridiculously <laughs> hard. What do you think they cost yeah. millions of dollars? From what I saw right now, your one guy development teams are actually super viable because nowadays you get a pre-packaged program with most you of have, your you have your, engines, your you have assets. Yes, yeah. you, this is more viable nowadays. That doesn't make it easy. It still takes time no, and effort. I'm, I'm, uh, okay, not, let me let me is, not this insult. Is the programmer. I'm, sorry, I'm sorry. This is the programmer yeah. having not to worry about assets or art. Right. That's an example. Super not easy. Yeah. Yeah. It's, let me let no. me rephrase that. Let me put it into perspective. I'm talking about easy as compared to last gen where people where programmers really had to had to work hard in order to get all of the yes there are like, more things in play that make now? it accessible for more accessibility people. is a huge name right now in programming yeah, it's, still not easy. <laughs> it's hey. not easy this is why you see so many projects being canceled so many projects being delayed so many projects failing you know, this is why so many projects are canceled that you never see. And 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 this is all happens behind the scene. Small, big. This is it's hard. Game development is hard. It's easier now than it was 10 years ago, but it's still hard. <laughs> to answer the brothers, brothers is I would say it's an indie title because I'm pretty sure they put a small team to work on it. It is um, an indie title. Yeah, almost like uh, grounded is very recent. It's made by Obsidian. Pretty big developer with with Microsoft Publishing, but they put five people to work on it, right? So it's a smaller budget title. Maybe it's not indie. That one might be like you know halfway. But um, yeah, this yeah. is why I say where the lines are blurred. Well, if you ask me, nowadays they should destroy half of all AAA game developers. Like most of the money that's going into AAA should die. As, especially I, I as soon as disagree. as soon as they all come out, and I see that they're all Ghost of Tsushima, the the reskin, or like fucking Assassin's Creed the reskin, or um, Witcher three the reskin. As soon as I start seeing this as a pattern in the next gen that's coming out, I'm totally going to hope that they all burn and and indies truly get. A bunch of, of of money because I do not want to pay for a reskin of the same game mechanics. I want game development to be highly focused on innovation, which is what indies are all about. Innovation, art, yeah. and, and pushing the, the... But Cesar, you're arguing that indies are the ones pushing for innovation. Well, well, I can actually... You can make the complete opposite argument as well that triple a games are the one that push the limits of what you can do in a video game forward because as much as done that correct but they they are right doesn't matter i wouldn't say they're innovating though no i wouldn't say that either i would i would disagree completely because i don't see anybody doing it 
Maybe Valve. I'm sorry, but That's games it. like The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild is an innovative game. Games is like it? Overwatch Exactly are how did it innovate? Yeah, I wouldn't call it. <laughs> Uh, God of I War with the story with and going through the entire game without a, a single damn pause. Uh, don't tell me AAA games don't innovate. The level no, on that's not two, innovation. That is technological, technological but optimization. Before Caesar, nobody before them had done it. Okay, I'll, I'll give you that point. But what exactly, I mean is, you 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 you, you consider. You consider originality with innovation. Then that's a, those are not the two same concepts. In my opinion. Like originality, yes, indie games are way more original. They have way more, you can call them heart. Innovation is still being This is being the thing. This is the thing. When, when you invest uh, $100 million on a AAA title, that's $100 million of talent that's going into coding a copy of a bunch of other games. And I will tell you that maybe you could say that 10% of AAA games will reach outside of that spectrum, while indie games are probably, you could flip that pancake. Probably not I, 90 to whoa. 10%, but I, 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 you can agree with what of, tri- of indie games I, I that are just copies of things I have done in the past, too. A bunch. That's why I say tributes and this is why it's not it's not crystal clear but she's not saying it's not it's not it's not all or nothing i i I, some triple a games do a good job of pushing the boundaries in in a direction god of war with the with the never cutting away is cool it's kind of cool and and you never thought about that before but it's 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 more like an artistic i don't know like like a movie (laughs) <laughs> like pushing video games to be closer to movies than it is pushing them to be closer well, to, you to games. The Last of Us. Demon yeah, Souls. Yeah, yeah. The Last is of Us. Is that a triple well. A? Huh? Was Demon Souls a triple A? Yeah. Um, yeah. Yes. Yes. The original, there. bro. I think from the software. Original? I would yes, say yes. The original was published by a then, big company. Then from there was a you big go. company. And, and it was a big. It was a bunch of games in the past. They've grown. Just because Demon Souls was a new take on for for that company, they've done a bunch of Armor Core games in the past. From was a it's a very old company. Yeah, they there's, are not. There's definitely indies. They're to play. There's definitely it's not it's not all or nothing. There's definitely companies that do push the envelope in a way. I think. I, I the, the, my problem is that I mostly agree with Caesar still because there's a lot of them that don't. Okay, EA exactly. just cranks it's out the same shit year after year. Activision cranks out well, the same shit year after just year. Want money, man, like that. That's that's really they're gonna go with the safe bet. They need well, to make a profit, so they stick with what works. And I agree with Jill. There's a difference that's between it, man. Like, they, like innovation they risk. They might take small risk, but but, no, but they don't take any. Like, they didn't take risk. Small indie they took a risk when they made Mass Effect, the original title. That yeah. was a risk. Yeah. They didn't know if that was going to succeed. Mirror's Edge, that one technically failed. Uh, Dante's Inferno was a copy of uh, God of War, so that didn't count, right? That was a copy paste. That was that's no innovation at all, except for the setting. So yeah, they do take risks though. It's just that it's riskier when you're gambling a hundred million dollars. That do you do for the saving? Same thing with Hollywood. Same thing with music. I don't know, man. You got like games like. Here's Puck the G. thing, Eric. Here's the thing. I'm looking at the Puck percentage G, of League. money versus what's moving the industry. The percentage of talent and 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 visions 
when you concentrate a bunch of money inside of a single developer that's bogged down by by story behind story just telling you how how these publishers just kill all creative thought within the process and yeah. and then you're looking at a percentage of indie games that are awesome and successful enough to create a bunch of different companies you know the percentage of amazing innovation versus the amount of money invested in the total uh indie sphere versus when you look at triple a i think indie has more to offer if you were to shift it and say well i'm going to put all my money in a bunch of indie you might actually get better results that's that's what i believe i can't prove it because that's not the reality that's just the notion i think right I think until you actually on... do it i mean if if what if you fund a, a development team that's way too above their heads, like No Man's Sky, right? Like an indie developer that's way too above their but, fucking but heads, it, like No Man's Sky. But it also depends mm. on what you're getting. You're, you're, I, 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 and this is what I'm hearing. And maybe I'm wrong. I'm hearing uh, the value of the cost of a AAA game. If you were to give that to, let's say, a hundred indies because their games cost a hundred less, you would get better bang for your buck. As a, this is what I'm saying, Eric. Funding the game. What I'm saying what? is, if triple A's are gonna do the same fucking game over and over, if if it was just a couple of companies who owned all the assets for all those games, they could probably get all those games out for a fraction of the cost because they're basically reskinning the game with a few different things. But what they're doing is is basically paying for the IP because the game mechanics are just what's already been proven and safe. So there is no innovation. There's simply Marvel. You know what I mean? They're yeah, just yeah. selling I, I you the IP. They're selling you Batman. They're selling you... I hear you. But, it, but, but, but I, I play the latest Batman game, or I play the latest Call of Duty. Let's go with Call of Duty, the, the ultimate copy-paste yeah. animal game. <laughs> I enjoyed that game a lot, and for the sixty dollars that I spent bad. on that game, I got I, I got the equivalent value of what of any twenty dollars. Oh, but that's not a sixty. That's what I mean. It's not really a sixty dollar game. Not when they've rehashed it twenty times. Where all they have to do, in fact, they're so lazy they don't even write new code for it. They just copy it and yeah, give you a huge download. <laughs> this is what I mean. It's yep. like. Yep. What, how is that I, money I, I, actually going into development? That money's not going into development. It's going into people's pockets without any sort of intellectual work. I, I it's disagree. all just a repetition. Because you you oh, are man, you are equating yeah. the same game that's coming out every year by different developers. <laughs> Let's. And I'm gonna. I'm really gonna. I'm just gonna defend Call of Duty here. Where yeah, they go okay. and they they look they they recreate audio they 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 modify the current gameplay as it is yes they're still using the same source engine but I could literally tell you the last the last Call of Duty is basically the base the best bang for my buck I have ever paid for a video game maybe because it has five different fucking modes and they're all triple A quality this isn't this isn't cheap uh, copy paste I mean that's that's how I feel yes the gameplay is the same. But then that's why people like it. But you could say almost 
similar things to a AAA uh, indie game that just copies a previous uh, game's uh, an old game's gameplay. Yeah, but like the development cost for that game was not nearly as much. Correct. Correct, but, but you're still you're still. If you're gonna copy paste something, don't charge me sixty dollars for it. <laughs> don't tell me it but costs you hundred million you're, you're dollars to do. Sixty dollars doesn't get you the, the the higher level of quality that that, that, that thing is charging sixty dollars for. Sixty dollars gets know. you the quality of a Last of Us, of a Ghost of Tsushima, of a Mario Odyssey, of a Call of Duty, of a Halo. That's hey, you're picking you're picking the top of the of the line. Okay, yeah. it also gives me a bunch of shitty quality. Uh, days gone, sixty dollars. You think that game's not worth it? for the quality that it's doing? Huh? But look at Borderlands. You're still giving me fucking. <laughs> what? Son of the Enders? What do you want? Do uh, uh, you want like I FIFA, could... NBA, two K, like all the sports titles? Any, any, any crap yeah, that's, that's cranked that year after year? Um. Correct. And it's and, one and year the development for them. But you, you you can't say that they, just because they, they on sports games, release the game every year, or Call of Duty does this every year, that they're not just innovating. Because I, I play Call of Duty every year. And I'll tell you, if it felt like, like the same game from last year, I wouldn't keep buying them. I, I buy no them because they are changing the box. Enough that I'm having that I'm that I'm enjoying it. I mean, I don't look. I think I, I think you're play the color of the indie, uh, uh, the colorful thing, where uh, and you're basically not not giving credit to all the developers that are working on those AAA games, regardless it's, if you think it's the same thing. Overwatch Two looks the same as Overwatch One. It is because it is. Look <laughs> at Halo. Is, look at Halo. Look at Halo. <laughs> Halo is the same thing as Halo One. Like it hasn't changed. The formula as a whole no, hasn't no. changed. It's it's the same. It's just but Halo Five, Halo Five wasn't it well bit. received um, because really, like there wasn't was anything. Yeah, but you you're not saying something like Cyberpunk is is crap. It's like oh, it's repeating the same thing that Cyberpunk is. isn't out yet, and and I am am scared for Cyberpunk. Honestly, right, Final Fantasy Seven remake didn't do the same copy thing. Even though it was it's a remake, right? No, they, like, they 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 did something different, but was it just like Thirteen Two? Was it exactly the same fighting combat as Thirteen Two? No, they made their own combat system. They made, they made their uh, own combat. It was, they, it, was, they, it was surprisingly different. Changed the story. Yeah, it's, it's combat system different. different. When Resident <laughs> Evil changes every year, every every Resident Evil has changed basically a little bit. Four, five, and six basically kept the same formula. Seven changed it completely. That's innovation. Yeah. But in that it, case, they mimicked indie games that what had I'm saying, What I'm saying is that it's not all or nothing, okay? You get you get shit on all sides of the spectrum as, as, as good stuff. Correct, on all sides correct. Of the and that's what I mean. That's what I'm but, talking about. Like, but the thing is, AAA, in my opinion, has disappointed me far more often than indies do. Like in, we have many games of the year. Those disappointments are costly. Manny, Manny, you, yeah. you discussed five games of the year this last week. Which yeah. ones were they? Were there any of them? Were there indies? Ori was in. Ori technically would be the indie one. Ori is technically the indie. Yeah. Backed up by Microsoft. Owned by like. Yeah, indie. but it's a small group of developers. It, yeah, this but... is why at the core it's a smaller group of developers because it's 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 considered more of a passion project that is not a common thing. Not that you crank out every year. 
I'm Correct. sure Microsoft published it, but they didn't put as much money into this but, as they put into Halo. Okay, yeah, dude, not no even Sky, a quarter. No not even a triple A game, triple A game. Okay, here's uh, that is true because I still enjoy them. I'm not saying I Correct. don't enjoy them, but here's the thing: none of them are the traditional triple A garbage that comes out year after year. None of them. Okay, Final Fantasy VII is probably the most passionate remake from the most fucking passionate triple a game i've seen yeah. in years okay yeah, in yeah, yeah, years. Yeah. and that's why that motherfucker's number one um yeah i agree I, I, the same I, because i feel the passion of the developers last of us didn't quite get there that game is passionate it didn't quite reach the highs for me <laughs> but i can see the passion yeah. so, so so some of these you do but some others you fucking don't bro you know why i'm so disappointed in avengers because it's the same shit that has failed year after year. It's, it's just Destiny. melee. It's destiny with melee. It's fucking uh, anthem with melee and anthem <laughs> tanked. It's the same fucking shitty loot mechanics, and and it's not even good loot mechanics like Destiny has or, or Diablo has. It's shitty loot mechanics, and they're ham fisting it in because they wanted a fucking loot game, and they're just putting all the money into it, and they're having exclusives, and they're having fucking. Uh, uh, marketing with with verizon where you have exclusive skins and all this shit and it pisses me off dude like that's the thing exactly triple a games are just subject to all this bullshit and i played it and it's it's not a bad game but i'm not excited for it at all in the least it's it's so mind-blowing how i should be loving this game i should be all over this game and i'm not <laughs> and you know what Bro, that's true. They don't make my game of the year because the high highs are still AAA. But the other day, I have you have you know my backlog. It's massive, and I'm looking at my backlog. And I'm like, what do I play? I picked the fucking indie title because it looked more appealing than a AAA game. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, 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 all I'm saying is that we keep playing AAA games, and then we're saying that the indie games are where the the thing is at. We keep talking and about uh, let's play Remnant. Uh, uh, tomorrow, and that's a triple A game more than it is an indie game. It's not an indie game. Uh, that was like double. Yo, but yeah. And I'm, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna, <laughs> what, what I'm gonna we go on Eric's side. We were talking about yeah. playing uh, Baldur's Gate three Baldur's together, Gate. and that's a triple A game. That one, yeah. Now it's a triple A. So wait, wait, wait. I'm saying the original. I'm, I'm hearing, I'm but, hearing kind of like a bashing on triple A, and I'm like, no, they both have that same issue. Of of okay, of obviously but indie here's, games here's the thing, feel bro. pressure, but if 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 they keep cranking out fucking Baldur's Gate year after year, by 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 year then three, I'm done. I'm tired. I'm fucking I out. I agree. I agree. All I'm saying, all I'm saying is that for we we I I don't want to immediately just hate on the game that just I'm not I'm releases not annual them. updates just because it's annual updates and that they're not innovating at all. Where it's like, hey, there might still be a good game there. No, I'm not. I'm gonna go with innovation. Does not mean that. Say yeah. Not Triple A's. Triple A's definitely have a huge history of innovating, and 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 you can cite a bunch of amazing games. Witcher Three was not a fucking indie game. Let's be clear. Correct. Right. And yeah. Witcher Three yeah, is a classic. Bethesda games were not Warcraft. Not an indie. Fallout Seven. But here's the thing. Talk about a piece of garbage. But here's the thing. Well, of but course, here's but the you know thing. 
there's you you can't just call out trip whenever a triple a game sucks it's like oh they're, they're all triple no, but i'm just i'm just Players saying a bunch they, of indie games are crap. they fall far harder than a fucking exactly <laughs> and they wasted that's, their money that's, that's, that's the that's point eric problem. and as a consumer the... you need to you need to inform yourself hey even though this, this came from a triple a developer it's still crap and you call it crap the point is triple game triple a games aren't taking the responsibility of having that massive backing in terms of of money to deliver what their role inside of the industry should be which is to be the trailblazers indie games Man. have no right innovating when compared to developers who have 10 times their budget and 10 times their accessibility to to intellectual like tech. talent just tech pure tech they have no business innovating when an indie game innovates inside of that atmosphere you have to question what the fuck are you AAA studios doing well, where this one guy just you, just just well, crushes it well, so hard there is a there is an issue and this is like an economic issue. It's not our fight. It's basically the the, the, the publishers' fight, where yeah. they don't have the they have a, an idea where it's like okay, I want to make new video games and I want to make uh, I want to put a budget on this. I want to make I want to get get that game to sell. Once a game is proven to sell, you unfortunately are stuck. Well, let's make a brand new game again, or you make a sequel, and. Sequels may suck. It's like, oh my god, I don't know, we're getting another sequel. But we also like sequels. Let's be honest. And so the Wisher Tree sold so well. And you and they, they are stuck with doing this. I want you to innovate. But if they innovate and it's not exactly what I wanted, aka the sequel to the big game that I played before, then I'm not gonna buy it. And then I wasted a hundred million dollars. So what are publishers gonna do? It, it's because of us. We don't buy the things that they do and they innovate at the triple A level. So what do they do? They don't they don't they don't make innovative games at the triple A level anymore, as, as you call yeah, it. Yeah, but you because we but don't you buy should them. well well that's the thing. You should you should invest in actually getting the to know is, your customers. The thing, that's the problem. We should, but they we don't, don't, fucking we don't get to know their customers. The, uh, along these lines, more or less, you, you could kind of see where like um they keep making a title, and after year after not year after year, but like after a couple of sequels, maybe it doesn't it doesn't have the best reception anymore, right? Yeah. Like like let's go, I don't know, Sonic or something, or or Tony Hawk or Guitar Hero, whatever. Um, <laughs> where where they, they they crank it out so much, and probably focusing more on older games, um, but they crank it out so much back in the day that it killed the brand, if right. you will. They didn't kill it; it just deflated it. It's not that yeah, God of War had to evolve, evolve or die. Yeah. Halo. But the thing is, you it's not a Halo, it's I don't know if it's there yet, but yeah, it, it kinda it did deflate a lot if you oh, ask Rock me. Brand. Zelda. The Legend of Zelda had to what? evolve a little. What? No. Uh, Zelda makes enough changes that I I, I don't know. The Zelda formula. They couldn't do the same thing over and over again. They they keep trying to add new mechanics or a new gimmick on each Zelda game. Why? Just so they can, so they can say they innovated. Really, that's that's the yeah, only reason they, they're doing. And it, it works. Like, and it's working. And Dark Souls, or 
they they make enough changes to to keep the families happy, but they don't crank them out year after year. And that's 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 and and I think, for example, Dark Souls, they realized, okay, if we keep making these, we're gonna run out of ideas. Let's let's use Dark Souls as an example, right? So they stopped yes. making fucking Dark Souls. Now they're making yeah, it's a good idea. It's like a great example. They're making Elden Ring. They're making making Sekiro. Yeah, same style of game, but like. Different, right? They they, they still want to feel different. They're doing the Assassin's mm-hmm. Creed technique. Just put a yeah a theme flavor on it and uh, get that money. But, but but guess what? People still want fucking Dark Souls because they love that shit, right? And since From Software isn't giving it to them, it's up to the indie to fucking <laughs> make or you the a other game games to make so that you could yeah. get that fix. Which we is where what you think copies happen or clones or whatever. I, I I call them more like inspired by or tributes or whatever because because there is a market for it, and the AAA developer is afraid of 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 it failing or pushing it too hard that they don't want to kill the IP, so they stop doing it. So it's up to the indie to make games like it where so that people can enjoy. It. Right and and Souls is a good example because there's so fucking many now, <laughs> but they're still fun. One came out this week, and that's fine. And that's <laughs> I think I think that's fine. The thing that's problematic in my mind is how are indie games able to innovate better than than AAA? AAA is where innovation should be at. And that's it, in my opinion. The fact that indie games are innovating. Means there's a but, problem no, but with how my, budgets my, are being done. No, my argument is that they're both innovating. It's just that you obviously, from a AAA standpoint, it's riskier to do a full innovation than it is for an indie to do a full innovation on a on a, on a concept. Like it is no, riskier. I, you are gambling more if you do a AAA game, and let's like let's let's flip this whole fucking genre around because I was like, if you fail, you're going to lose a lot more than if an indie did it. So yes, indies can take more risks because there's less investment. It's not no, they, because they, as a big studio, you can put out a small game. Indie means independent. That mean big budget. Like AAA, I mean, the different indie, like but, you can be a big studio and and put out a small budget game to test something out. You don't need huge budget. Well, you probably Wire don't need hundred man teams for that stuff either. No, but it, you, yeah. need you have small studios like Grounded just came out from like a ten man development team from uh, what's it called the company the developer Obsidian. Obsidian. I just I used it earlier as an example. Exactly. Yeah. So they, they still would... do this innovation. It's just you, you you guys aren't playing them, or you're just not giving them the credit. No, but th- that's a rare example, bro. EA it outside is, of squadrons. Yeah, EA's a very like, bad example. But like, you look at Sony. <laughs> Sony's the, their game. Are there are there big AAA games? Are they innovative? Or is The Last of Us the same as uh, Ghost of Tsushima? I think as they're God innovative in a different way. I think they're innovative in terms of Correct. like pushing the envelope and making it more artistic or like better looking or and pushing the pixels. But it's not pushing innovative. Pushing the quality in, to the highest. Yeah, it's not innovative in like adding new styles of ways we play the game. Like like PUBG, it's not the first battle royale, but it's the one that popularized it, right? But you have like uh, what's what's what were them ones before PUBG? Um, the zombie uh, games. Zombie uh, Daisy. Um, Daisy. And there was, I think, one before that too. But like they see, like it was popular enough, but it was buggy, so it didn't, it didn't, it didn't pick up. And then PUBG did it a little bit better, so it picked up. And then Fortnite fucking knocked it out of the park. <laughs> was, like was you know, Epic had the fun to make it like polished. I know, but that yeah, was just innovation. Like Dota the innovation and of Legends. came 
from the modders actually or something. Right? Yeah, like, I agree. Yeah. I agree. I agree with that. There, there's been so many genres. I would almost like to give uh, you. You brought up Dark Souls. I would love to give them the credit of creating this new action genre, which is basically if you're making a third-person yeah, action meta game, oh you better follow the Dark Souls model because oh, we don't want to play the. Um, well, that's the thing. This is the thing that the AAA studios. Do not listen to the communities. They listen to whatever the fuck sold copies. It's making money. Yeah, exactly. So, so at that point, they're killing their innovations because usually these innovations come from community feedback. Tell me it's not true. true. Most no, great no, I, innovations I come agree. from community feedback. I completely agree. And it's sometimes and they don't follow it. Indies to push the envelope on some ideas to see if a AAA developer at some point how many probably how many mechanics we've seen in the last five years from AAA games that we don't even credit that they, they probably came from an indie developer from some place somewhere there Who knows? and then nobody knows yeah. about it because that indie game didn't a sell lot. yeah we don't know for, sure, for all the knowledge we can have we don't we do not know hell they could have just been games that never came to fruition but that the developer saw it and they just bought the idea, the IP straight up, and then just applied it like like Mario 2 is a perfect example, an ageless example of how these things happen. Hell, there have been so many examples of games that never made it and then got rebranded as Mario 2, the same way that that other game was rebranded and turned into uh, a valuable IP. You will find a bunch of examples just like that games that never came out they they got the eyes of other developers and other people in the industry and just straight up copyrighted like give me that idea i'm gonna i'm gonna adapt it because it's a good idea or whatever how many times have we seen that though <laughs> i think we've seen it a few times um i i've heard of a few games that never made it out that were actually just adapted into different um ips yeah i'm sure that's happened a lot it's just hard to find specific examples or have of having you have to a, google it like specific yeah. yeah specific examples like i can i can mario 2 was the most like um it's probably the one of the more popular my, ones yeah. one of the more popular ones but there are more recent ones uh of games like that that what they do is they change the skin or, or, or just straight up take the idea and, and, and just turn it into a new game. There are many examples of that. At that, I can, I can be sure. Okay. Why don't we go into some examples like of, of maybe a AAA game versus an indie game? We've been talking about just, just a general <laughs> idea. Previews. Very fun. Yeah. Previews you mentioned. Mm. Um, yeah, some good, some bad. So I think the, the, the um, I'm trying to think of our Souls one because we were talking about that. But so uh, on two D Souls, there's a lot of two D Souls games. See, but that's an adaptation, which is it's kind of cool the way they've they've done some of them. Very they, close. Um, there are some very 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 close Dark Souls games that are yeah, uh, Sultan Sanctuary. Yeah, um, I was thinking of that one. That's like probably the first one I think, or one of the earlier ones. Um, but like Dead Cells. But there's also 3D Souls games, right? Mortal Mortal Shell comes out this week. Um, That's an indie called... Souls, completely Souls, yeah. Yeah, a game called was it Hellbound or Hellblade came out like 
two weeks ago. It's another Souls game. Um, they're not as good as the Souls games, but they are, like I said, they're filling the gap where like people want Souls and there's not enough Souls games. Um, but but I want to go more towards like um, a very, very old and dead genre or something like that, like or, or old franchise that was effectively revived through an indie title because they, there, there was a clear gap in the market, right? So something like Banjo-Kazooie where... Um, there were no more game. platformers. Yep, very popular game in the 90s. And after like the early 2000s, when the FPS took off, the 3D platformer practically died. It 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 just died. There were no games. Um, until I would say Ukulele was the first one that actually like would, would you say that's the first one too, bro? Yeah, or, there were some like single A games that maybe tried 3D platformers, but nothing yeah. where it was it caught it the like back in the attention in the spotlight. Exactly. It caught the attention of Triple M. We'll get there. Um <laughs> Uh, so Ukulele came with a Kickstarter. It was an indie group with some other people from the, doing the original back on Yukasui. It did well. And then a game called Head in Time came out. It did well. And then, you know, people are seeing, oh, people want 3D platformers because they haven't been fucking made in years. So let's say Activision remakes Crash Bandicoot. It does well. So now Activision is making a and fucking Microsoft sequel. creates Lucky Sale. Or, they or remastered Spyro. Exactly. Yeah, they're they remastered their titles. They're yeah. making Crash Four. Now it's AAA again, baby. Now the AAA is some money. The Ratchet and Clanks have been coming out, and even though Sonic is basically a joke, I mean, technically, you ever it's a 3D that. platformer. <laughs> some of them. Yeah. You ever got hit in the head there? <laughs> what was Sonic? Sonic, Sonic was really no. <laughs> no. All right, bro, keep going. Was anybody particularly fond of Sonic? Yeah, Sonic 3D. I liked um But I Sonic enjoyed... is like another I... decent example. Like the... yeah, no. they keep yeah. trying. They haven't stopped trying. Just Sonic is a very very particular type of I'm going to take I'm going to stick to 2D Sonic. Sorry, I don't know any 3D Sonic. Well, no, I never 3D, 3D. 3D Sonic. No, 3D man. Sonic because this is the thing. 3D Sonic is actually an incredible loss of potential because true. They just do not understand what gives uh the adrenaline boost to people. I don't know why the developers are aren't are never able in 3D Sonic games to Give the player a good, solid point where they can maintain that momentum consistently throughout the levels. They design them just just shitty design where the the player feels cheated or the player just keeps getting stuck. In, including 2D Sonics, like after Sonic Two and Sonic Three, um, just the just the level design where like you you'll have this incredible momentum and then suddenly. You get this troll ass bumper that pushes you backwards, and it's a dead end. It doesn't even like lead you like like episode two on on Sonic Two, where where yeah, you hit the bumper, but in the aqueducts, like you're supposed to go backwards and then go down a different area. Like they just do not understand that the adrenaline and the fun in that game is, can I keep my momentum? So they just keep 
and, and, and you don't have enough reaction time to actually read into these. So, so you almost feel cheated in that first experience until you learn the game. But those aren't games that you're supposed to play a hundred times to memorize. If, if, if you make it that way, people won't enjoy it the first time. And, 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 and it honestly just translates into a shitty game, if you ask me. Yeah, I mean it's part of it's part of the design process, right? Not proper level design. But the thing yeah. is, the thing is, like it it over time, it you could say that they they died because they weren't doing it right or something, and they weren't selling as much. They weren't selling gangbusters, yeah. so they stopped developing. They started focusing on other parts. But the gap for for the nostalgia is still there, dude. And so yeah. years after the fact, there's an indie game that probably nobody's ever, nobody's ever heard of that that played like Sonic. It's called Freedom Planet. It's almost nice. exactly like Sonic. It's very well done. Um, Mario Galaxy 2 plays like Sonic, like, honestly. Like, with the rolling crap. I'm talking 2D Sonic. I'm talking 2D Sonic. <laughs> oh, 2D but, Sonic. Um, Yo, Mario but, did it better than Sonic. Just saying. But then, then <laughs> like, two years ago, an indie, or three years ago, or four years ago now, like, an indie indie team, a completely indie team, was making this, this passion project, Sonic Mania, or they call it, and they ended up being Sonic Mania. Oh, yeah. They were making their own Sonic game. And it was picking a lot of traction, so much traction that Sega went like, shit, they're onto something here. And they fucking bought them. <laughs> they, they, they bought the development team and they published the game for them. And it's probably mm -hmm. considered one of the best Sonic games, um, period. Because, because In history, every yeah. attempt that Sega made was like, I don't know, like it didn't have the passion behind it or something. There is a Sonic Adventure 4. Do you... Not Sonic Adventure, sorry. There is a Sonic the Hedgehog 4 that came out on XB, Xbox Live Arcade. Nobody knows that game, probably. Completely like buried under the rug. There's a bunch of Sonic 3Ds completely buried under the rug because they just kept cranking them out. Like, like but I can just does. tell you that's exactly the problem. The problem is 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 this AAA bullshit because I have I have studied this shit. I have I have actually been surprised. Like the history of Sonic is is truly an uh, incredibly valuable story for a developer because you can literally find on the internet through the historical like um, postings on YouTube of all the hardcore fans just just desperately posting how much they hate the Sonic games. <laughs> And just telling, just just ex explicitly, just giving you piece by piece details on why the game just does not work for them, and and you can con you can continue down the storyline and watching the development team just pump out the same shit that everybody's been bitching about. Saying no, this sucks. This isn't what we want, and them just, just, just fucking ignoring it completely and just throwing out the same thing. <laughs> just make another one, another and three then, Sonic. When people yeah, are like, no, and then, and, not and, that good. And, <laughs> yeah, it's not even the three D thing because the thing is, know, they've actually made a few competent three D ones. Like a few, yeah, a few people have actually said like this episode, this this level. They've actually gone to the point where they actually explain like which levels worked. And it always, always comes down to, and and it is like what Sonic's all about. It's like F Zero, right? It's a racing game. When you when you really think about it, 
Sonic should be treated more like a Mario Kart than a, than a 3D platformer because it's all about that adrenaline of going fast and blah, blah, blah. And you just continuously see these Sonic games come out where they stop you, continuously interrupt the momentum. And that's always, 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 always what everybody who criticizes Sonic games says is, I just can't get any momentum. It just feels like at one point I'm flying and I'm feeling high and then suddenly I run into a wall or I just can't you react your rings because then yeah. Or yeah, or or, or like it, it, okay, it, but that's, it punches me into this thing. That's, and people that's... but this is the thing, it's such a basic and and continuous gripe. And through ten years of gripe and nitpicking and people just saying no, blah blah blah. They do not they do not fix it. Okay, and but that's, that's a very particular baffling. very particular it's example. An example. Of Sonic. It's an example. Yeah, it's yeah. Sonic. Um, but but you know that, that really depends on the developer. Sega maybe doesn't listen too much. But that's and maybe AAA. this is a flaw that they've done in the past because yeah. recently they released a port for Persona four, right? And they never released they never made ports of like old JRPGs. Never. And they released this one and it fucking did did so well <laughs> that they're like now going like we're gonna focus on this <laughs> because it's doing good right so yeah so that's maybe, not maybe it just takes a while to listen this is the publisher not the specific sonic team developer or anything like that um but yeah it's an example of of like not not a team that listens but then you have one that does um I like to think Monster Hunter people team listen to <laughs> to, to like public oh, yeah. like stuff like that because everything they know like what, what what were the flaws of the older games that they've removed a lot of them right to where that this game is now like top notch. Look at Bethesda. Like... Bethesda. Every time people just saying stop releasing this buggy piece of shit. We're already tired of this, and every iteration is like more and more brazen, insulting. Just buggy. just fuck it. Yeah, we're buggy we're mess. just gonna buggy mess like. The, okay. This is the this thing. Is, the yeah. Sonic development team isn't the, isn't exclusive. Like you can mention a bunch of other developers that simply do not listen. And then and now I'm gonna go with like um, No Man's Sky. These people got thrown through the garbage can. How did they come <laughs> out of that? They hit a, They, hit they a, came out of that by floor. listening to everybody. They said, "Okay, we fucked up." And then they started listening to the to, to people's critiques and stuff, and they came out with apparently a, a game worth a redemption story. Like this game is now considered a redemption story for these people, yeah, and, and it's it's a game, continuously yeah. um, encountered. I continuously encounter this, and AAA games for me. I I don't treat an indie developer who does not listen to their to the community afterwards as harshly as I do a triple A game because of the budget. Because they actually do have the money, the marketing and the resources to listen and to actually make these fixes. I could understand an individual programmer saying, well holy shit, now that everybody's telling me that all these things that, that I already pre pro I already programmed and that I would have to go change and debug, like because this is the, where I have to agree. 
programming is very difficult, especially when you change anything late in the development because it becomes a a a bug nightmare, right? Is once it once on, you need to start code from the beginning, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but 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 if you're gonna have huge bug problems, it's gonna be when you start changing things late in production. That is your most most dangerous and and most vulnerable spot for for doing that. And when you're an indie developer or an or, or a single man team, that might be in uh, basically it could be an impossible task or something that's just not something you're you're willing to listen to people for, and 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 you might just give up on it. But a triple A with with fifty hundred people staffed. That's not outside of the that's not outside of the scope of what they could do. So at that point, I, I really have to put more pressure on them to innovate and to make those changes, to listen to people, to be the example for the industry, because that's that's their responsibility as AAA games. That's honestly what I what I think. I don't I, I don't want to give them an easy time. I don't want to give them a free pass. Because they're leaders. They're supposed to be the leaders. They're supposed to take on these challenges. And in my eyes, that's that's their job, is to be able to take on that criticism and, and, and overcome it. But a lot of them don't. Yeah, I can, I can see that where at some point, these big companies, they see how much money they're making and what's working for them, and they just... Say fuck everything else. Just give me more money. Yeah. It becomes all about the money and the income and everything, and it stops being a, you know what, what a lot of people in gaming consider art, right? So that's yeah. This these innovative games, a lot of them are just art. They're like they're pushing the envelope in an artful way. Like you know the AAA. When, when I say they they're innovative, I think they're innovative in an art aspect of, of development, not in a gameplay. Obviously, it's harder to innovate in gameplay because we have so many fucking games that right now, but uh, you could still do things. Um, I've seen a bunch of good things, like Ori and the Ori and the Blind Forest was pretty innovative. Was yeah. it? Like, in, it had in terms a bunch of, of art, in terms of gameplay, it's a Metroidvania, but the art is so gorgeous and, and everything. That, no, but it, yeah, but Ori feels... had a few mechanics. You could double jump. You could do a bunch of That's things with Jesus the double Christ, jump double and the jump. That's like from the eighties. No, but but I know, dude. But like you can, you, you know, have a bunch doesn't... of powers with the Ori. Like I know, I know, I know. It, it, it's it, it, it was unique. But but the gameplay itself, I don't think it innovated. It just grabbed, borrowed things, and it did them well. It doesn't innovate in in gameplay, but it's considered it can be considered innovative as a whole on based on how they present the story and the art style. They present that story without saying a single fucking word, and you get invested in it, okay? You get so invested mm -hmm. in this fucking story without yeah. a word being spoken, and it's it's so well done. But there's other, there's other going to like an indie type of art innovation, Cuphead, the only reason that game is popular is because it makes it made it look and feel like it's a, a, a 30s cartoon show, right? But in terms yeah. of gameplay, it's just like Contra no, it's from, the, from the 80s. Yeah. It's pretty much Contra. What about, what about Human Like, guess what? Flat. There's a gap because there hasn't been a fucking Contra in fucking years. Not a good one. And Konami's yeah. dead. And 
Konami Racers, baby. That should have killed Mario Kart, and they just they just couldn't do it. They just couldn't beat Mario Kart. That's why they went dead. Konami Racers. Okay. <laughs> See, Mario Kart sells twenty six million copies, and and Konami Racers is just dead. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, but there's there's so many Racing. examples of of AAA. Were, were, were games or big IPs that are that are you know backed by AAA publishers? They just they just don't make as much money because they keep making it year after year. Castlevania is a good example where it's like I love I fucking love Castlevania. It's my favorite of the Metroidvanias, if you will. Between I actually like it more than Metroid. Okay, and, and I love Metroid so much. I actually mm -hmm. prefer Castlevania. But they did so many over the the the, the DS era, Game and Boy. I think they didn't sell that well. That they fucking stop. They're like, this is not selling anymore. We don't need to make them anymore. One, once you got to Order of Eclipsia or whatever it's called. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Order of Ecclesia. But but people I still know. love those games when they're properly done, when they're properly tended to, when they're when they're made with passion. And and there's so many Metrovanias now. And there's so many that are good. Hollow Knight, fucking Bloodstained, fucking Oh my god, Yo, I'm so Hollow happy. Knight ain't no Metrovania. The, the genre lives on, but it's not Castlevania. I would still love it if it were Castlevania because I like the setting too, but oh, whatever. I'm still whatever. surprised they haven't really released like a, a a noticeable Castlevania after the Netflix show is so popular. Yeah, yeah. Right? They, they here's the thing. It's Konami first of all. So that that that's completely fucked. <laughs> and Konami <laughs> has completely moved away from proper game development or like old school game development to where you're just cranking shit out and trying to make money okay they're yep. making gambling machines now pachinko machines and the games that they've made in the Five in recent times. memory are metal gear survived they killed metal gear with that fucking garbage <laughs> they made contra well, Rogue I mean, or whatever <laughs> Rogue core and they yes. killed fucking contra with that fucking garbage and they tried to make <laughs> a mobile castlevania game that actually looked interesting but they already fucking canceled it before I even fucking released it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm just gonna go like he didn't video Kojima kill I I love kill Metal Gear. I Very yeah. good. I, I love Mika. I, I'm, I'm gonna change the back to, to what Mika mentioned, which is uh, that you have a Castlevania TV show that's actually very famous on Netflix. You would very popular, extremely popular on Netflix. Yeah, I, listening even I to saw our it. A property, maybe we should make a game which is the most perfect out of it to make some money. It has nothing to do with the quality at that point. It has to do with just make money because you yeah. probably will make but, them back the money. And it's like, like, hey, hey, Castlevania is trending number one on Twitter. Let's take advantage of it. Yeah. <laughs> but but yeah, that's the thing. That's the thing that the AAA will do. They'll fucking see. Oh my god, it's big again. Let's crank out some fucking piece of garbage. And it'll be <laughs> shit. And it'll sell fucking well, but people will hate it. Okay? That's what's gonna fucking happen with the next fucking yeah, Castlevania game, dude. Because exactly, because they know that it doesn't really matter if the game performs or not. They have the they know the reviews are gonna be seven plus. Because nobody is going to give a AAA developer less than a seven on a yes, review. They do. Unless you're a they Fallout won't. 76 kind of, they don't actually. <laughs> Unless it's like some, insult, some crazy bullshit like, like that, everybody's gonna give you a no, seven I mean, plus. Less than a six from AAA. That's true. <laughs> going back to the and, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> go ahead Eric, Eric, you go. <laughs> okay, I'll go. I'll go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll be quick. 
Uh, we were Mika mentioned Castlevania, and I just keep thinking back at Ubisoft greenlighting a Beyond Good and Evil movie for Netflix, a Splinter Cell TV Jesus. show, and yet no game. And they, to add even insult to injury, they announced <laughs> so Sam Fisher weird. coming out to Rainbow Six Siege. He doesn't have his own game. Yeah. And people here. want what a fucking Twitter <laughs> cell. People what? want it. There's a gap. There's no fucking stealth games nowadays because Little <laughs> Gear's fucking dead. Splitter Cell's fucking dead. Like, where are my Hitman. stealth games, man? Come on. Hitman. Hitman. For Microsoft to greenlight. Assassin's Creed. <laughs> yeah, um, I mean, yeah, there's a few, but they're not that common. Yeah, I mean, but the games are revolve around stealth. Stealth is the core gameplay. All the other games yeah, that, that you're uh, mentioning, stealth is like a an in, a part, an aspect of an it. An additional it's not the aspect, core. yeah. Uh, Cell the and Metal Gear, the core is stealth. Funny thing is, bro, I don't think that yeah. those, a stealth game like that would sell to me. I just don't think. It it's Thief is a pure stealth game. Exactly, but that one's dead too. Yeah. That was a dead. No, and I really like that. Yeah, what is that? Because <laughs> because AAA <laughs> thinks AAA thinks like, hey, we there's a there's a space for it, but it'll cost us, I don't know, hundred million dollars. I'm exaggerating. Hundred million dollars to make, lot. and it only <laughs> makes hundred and two million dollars, <laughs> right? Two two million dollar mm. profit margin. It's not enough. Let's make another fucking Call of Duty. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's to make a shooter like Wolfenstein that it is to take a gamble on a stealth game it's like But uh, Wolfenstein is really good. Well, yeah, here's yeah. the problem. Here's the problem. Stealth requires talent because honestly, Ghost of Tsushima is the stealth like legit like holy shit it's, which it's is half of the game. It's, it's very good. It's not a good. stealth game, but no, you can completely play it like stealth. It's like Assassin's Creed. I think most of the, stealth, oh, I think most of people's gripes about the game, if people people talk about its shortcomings, one of them is the stealth aspect. In what people have 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 reviewed it and spoken about it, uh, when when they compare its overall gameplay, they say one of its weaker aspects is its stealth play. You know, within the game, I'm not saying uh, compared to yeah, yeah. And, the rest and, of the world. And it, it's but stealth is difficult. It, it is, is truly easy, it's, it's like comedy, it's, and it's, it's a game easy. that's making stealth. But but when you compare it to like pure stealth games, even even yeah. a game that came out this year a month ago, the stealth mechanics of that game are not as good as like a pure stealth game stealth mechanics. Like the only almost pure stealth game that you can almost think about is something like Hitman, where you where it's Hitman. almost yeah, that's the one. That's the one. Run like, where you're not supposed to get caught. You can you can have action, but it's not designed that way. That the original idea is mm -hmm. stealth. Most of these other games, that's not the original concept. It's a element, as Emmanuel said. But it's not the way the design philosophy yeah. was. But the problem made. is the AIs. Like Honestly, for, for for most of those oh, like, yeah. games it's hard. like that is it's the hard AIs. Develop that shit. Dude, it is. They don't they don't like developing the AIs. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> it takes time and effort and they're not to willing to take them. the risk. They're not. Because yeah. it might not play well, it might not sell well, it might not, you know, but if but Call of Duty is a trusted, uh, trusted uh, mechanics, and it's easy to program. We yeah. already have all the Call source code. Like, we, we have the gameplay formula down. We have the yeah. gameplay formula down. Just keep doing it. 
called yeah. and he stopped innovating back in like, Look, 2006. It, I, agree, <laughs> it, I I do completely agree with that. That that Call of Duty is the same game year after year, and I can I like it. I play it. It's fun. Yeah, it's I, so I have fun. fun playing the game, right? It's a good game. But the here. thing is, like, but, as 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 we're we're trying here, like we're trying our hardest to complain. Like this episode <laughs> is all about complaining about about it. So mm. yeah, we're not saying these games are bad by any means. You know, we're just saying we they we can need be better. To hold them at it. <laughs> yeah, we need to put it. We need Just, to really like and, trash them because they can do better. So, but, they, but, they could. Uh, and Manny, I want you to bring up the the comment from the Arcane Studios. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. So they're uh, Arcane Studios, big AAA developer, right? They're published by Bethesda. Um, they yeah. make Dishonored, Dishonored Two. They made um, bro, what else have they made? Oh, Death Loop. They made Prey, right? Oh, Prey. Uh, a lot of Decent games. Actually, Dishonor is another stealth game. It's a good one. Shit. Very <laughs> <Yeah>. game. <laughs> I um, said Dishonor like twice. I know but listen to me. You oh, did, shit. You okay, did. sorry. I don't remember. With all this screaming, it's hard the to tell how it worked. was very heated. <laughs> Anyways, Arcane, one of the founders of Arcane, he got tired of making AAA games because at that point, you weren't making or developing a game anymore i think the exact quote um well the exact quote ends is along the lines of you're not making a game anymore you're making a product right so it's all about yeah. the product and how do we sell the most money and this is what i feel from avengers more than anything yes a game that i that i'm so torn because i should love Fucking this game spider-man and and yeah. And but no, they have it, the skins, they have microtransactions, but, they have a battle pack for everything. It has the Verizon skins for Verizon wireless customers. It, yeah, it, it's it, Avengers is the ultimate. This is a product. This, this is a triple A motherfucking game. We took <laughs> to sell all this other shit that people think that, that people say they want or that other or for that other games. They do are, want it. They do this want it. Yeah, yeah, on paper is a dream. Fucking, I get to play the, that's the Avengers. Let, let me be honest. With my friend, that game's gonna sell regardless. Oh yeah, that it's gonna. gonna do well. That it's game, gonna, that game is not going to bomb. <laughs> that, like this is a, like yeah, it's like the Star Wars game. It's like the Star Wars game. It's gonna sell. It's let, gonna me, sell. let me, let me, let me repeat sell. this. Any, this is the Every single character in that game has his own battle pass. A battle pass yeah, for just yeah, that crazy. you don't know. Are you it's joking like right now? fucking crazy, dude. No. No, no, no. the beta shows it. Play it. Play the fucking beta, dude. It's wow, a man. We should all play it. All yeah. of us. It's, all it, all is, it is it. actually fun. There's a lot. There's some flaws with it the gameplay it side fun. of thing. It's fun. But holy shit, I'm so afraid of all the, of all the games as a service garbage that it has on it. I do not yeah. want any of it. Like, but, like but each it's character has a battle pass. Go ahead, bro. No, it's not a bad game from playing. I was like, oh, this is fun. No, it's not. It's just like once you see all the crap, you're like, am I going to be forced to grind? Am I going to see people with a special yeah. color because yeah. they paid $10? Do I have like, to play every single day? Do my daily challenges? Correct. You need to play every day so you can get the challenge. You can get the, the random. Yeah, and, and not only that, for the hardcore, they fucking gate you where there's like a limit on how much experience you could gain mm. daily. And it's like, oh, no. That is really? Yeah, doing I, that? I, that's what I heard or, or read. Okay, somewhere. okay. I, there, uh, the reason the reason I came up with that's like Destiny tried that. Oh the, yeah, that, that, Bungie that caught, fans caught Bungie implementing a. Oh, if you're playing a lot every day, 
we're really, after the first two hours, we're really limiting your XP. We're not going to tell you. We just did it in the background. They hit it in an update. People found out that day. And that is the so fucking up. roof fell off of Bungie. Like, yeah, I yeah, sent them an no email. Shit. I fucking and, and, sent a fucking Twitter <laughs> to fucking uh, and, at Bungie, like, fuck you, that kind of shit. Bungie That's has about it was worked so hard to get back the reputation. Jobert, go ahead. Come on, Jobert. You have to respect. Like, He's that is have... legit bullshit. As a grinder and an MMO player myself, <laughs> if somebody dares mess that. with my XP game, <laughs> game and then don't even tell me, I'm, like, going to say... You made me waste all these hours, you piece of shit. You know what I mean? That's just an insult. That's just I, a waste of my time. And uh, what they're doing is padding out, young. because it's an MMO, because they're padding out that gameplay when, more than already. And, uh, like. And for, to finish the example, when I say they were hiding it from the players, is they were hiding it from the players. They were showing you a number. And that was not the actual number you were gaining. <laughs> you were gaining less, and you're like, "What the fuck?" And because people did the Jesus. math, yeah, they actually had to do the math. How many number? Was. How many number of enemies they had to yeah. kill and shit? Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> yeah, see, people did the fucking math, and that was on day people one. People ain't that stupid. So. Yeah, I mean, yeah. people's time when when people find that they're just treading water, they'll notice. Let me tell you, because when they okay. sacrifice the time to go mm. into an MMO. And like race to be the first in WoW Classic to reach level 60 and break that record. These things become serious shit. You know what I'm saying? Like people did not sleep for two days in order to achieve that world record. And in any game like Destiny, which is a big game, um, people are going to be very, very attentive to their hey. progress. Jobber, do you have anything? Because it's time they're sacrificing. Well... Um, I think you guys mentioned everything. Uh, <laughs> I can't. Like, honestly, I don't know what else to add. Like, okay. Yeah. Then, I have like, 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 like I, I'm gonna say this Two as more. a player that's been playing MMOs for a long time. I am opposed wholeheartedly to any unnecessary grind just because the developer wants to extend. Like the game to meet hours, or you know, yeah, yeah. just like just, uh, this it, notion it, of content. Correct. Right. There you go. Yeah, there you go. Exactly. It's kind of like how back in the day, uh, games were, were just boast about, oh, this map has like three times the the the, the area than the previous game. I'm like, you yeah. know, we don't need that map if it doesn't contribute anything. You know, if like, it's empty space. Yeah. There care. you go. Same, same, same thing. So. Hey Gilbert, but like check it out. Tell me. Why did why did Halo get like delayed? Halo? Halo, yeah. What? Uh, well, dude, it, it had to well, it had to have been because of the uh the whole I mean, the <laughs> the backlash that get that happened. That has yeah, to have, yeah. that that was so, it. So so why but, did Ghost of Tsushima uh, and and Double Dawn Look, it's like the exact same game. Why does is Cyberpunk twenty twenty seven even I gonna think, be able? I think it has to you know what I'm saying? Craig. Quick, Craig. By the way, an article came out yesterday about Halo that we didn't talk about here, where they were they're talking about a lot of uh, uh, the split between the developers, and that a lot of the game was being uh, outsourced. Which is a lot of probably the, the problems that Halo had. Again, those are all rumors from people talking, but 
There's a lot just of tw- chatter on Twitter about about a sh- no, no, it's not it's not a search. Just it, no, no, no. It sounds absurd to me that that they've been working. I thought three four three was a pretty big development group, and they were working for it uh, for years and stuff. It sounds but absurd, it, but yeah, apparently it it's, been, it's been verified by multiple sources that they actually outsourced a lot of the games. So that, like the first trailer we saw last year, 2019 E3, is completely outsourced, and and they didn't even have a playable game at that time. But again, those are rumors. Those are people reporting. Uh, Multiple people are talking about it. Like I'm seeing people from IGN talk about the report. But it seems to have have issues. Yeah, but listen to me. Like, will Assassin's Creed Valhalla be any different than God of War? And God of War? Okay. Why are you obsessed with Assassin's Creed Valhalla? <laughs> no, I'm not obsessed with it. I'm like, talking it about all the news. It every time you can. He's obsessed with it. I, yeah. it. I said Cyberpunk. I said Cyberpunk. Cyberpunk. I said all these games. They all, to me, look like a slightly different version of the same game you're exaggerating your point of view where it's like it's is more of the same it's because people like that formula that you cannot like they don't want to deviate too much from it right from cyberpunk they want an open world rpg with lots of things to do and quests and to feel like you're fucking impacting the world right and that's what cyberpunk is trying to do it's it's more about a story in in their sense right that that how, is that a copy from Witcher Three? Maybe, but but it's a different setting. That's what the fans want. That's what they want. That's what they're making. I want to go back to yeah Avengers one final time because I didn't finish. Um, before we went off on a huge tangent. Uh, bro, the other thing, Avengers is like the perfect AAA game where they have all the money behind it and they're just copying everything. They're copying loot systems that don't True. work. From fucking uh, <laughs> Anthem, fucking copying the loot, the loot system from Anthem. They're copying battle passes. They're copying. They're countering the counter system from other games. Everything is copied. Everything is copied, and and it's just fuck it, crank it out, make it decent. It'll sell, and it will sell oh, a lot. Sell. I'm just disappointed. I'm not saying <laughs> I'm not gonna buy it. I'm just saying yeah, that I, I'm very disappointed. I'm, I'm like, I should be their target audience, but I'm not. I'm not. I they am their target audience. <laughs> Because I'm a, I'm a gamer. I am a gamer, and I want to play games. And it, that game is not for me. It is not made for me. <laughs> and it's 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 just disappointing. Where like some AAA games are, are now like that. When when before I used to be excited about every single AAA game. Now I'm like not for me, not for me, not for me, stuff like that. Um, but I also wanted to wrap up the the uh, the story about the developer of Arcane or the founder of Arcane. Where he left Arcane, that's actually the the what what he's done in the past two years. He left Arcane to start another indie studio and work on his own game because he wanted to have that that's good feeling back of of creating games and not products. Um, and I feel that's that's how most of the cool indie games get done by people who are the talented ones, the creative ones that feel stifled by the AAA industry, and then they go out and 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 they end up being able to to showcase their their ideas, but they have to do it through the indie system. I don't think spiteful is the right word. 
more like passion and yeah, i feel like they're passionate more that they, they they miss they don't want to be girl. limited by the rules I didn't say of the spiteful, triple a game. I just said, yeah. yeah you you said spiteful dude mm -hmm. <laughs> I, I, I didn't but yes, you did. no, they don't oh want to God, be stifled the words stifled and spiteful <laughs> are similar <laughs> but they don't want to be stifled <laughs> yes that's what i said but yeah stifled the poet. Is somebody talking about the, the Bond movie Skyfall? <laughs> exactly. They don't want to Skyfall into Skyfalling <laughs> in situations and end up spiteful against the whole thing. <laughs> I like, like, I didn't say that. It's a recording. <laughs> okay, we've Talked a lot about the the stuff versus AAA. Anybody else has any pressing matters? I just wanted to finish it with the, you know, I, I've come. I'm not coming AAA game against you know a developer that decided to leave AAA and go back to indie making. Yeah, I think we've killed this horse. Like we should stop kicking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So if nobody else has anything to say, then we can move over to the desserts. Okay, who's up first? Anybody, anybody, anybody excited? Yay! Uh, Baldur's Gate! Oh, coming out soon! Oh, Baldur's Gate! Oh. I, knew, I knew this would happen. All the two hours Give me all the good That That game better not disappoint me, you know what I'm saying? I'm gonna get real disappointed, but I don't care. I'm buying it anyway. I can't play you, so I hate you. All right, I guess that we'll was talk about it when it comes to that point. <laughs> so, um, I guess I'll do mine. Uh, so mine, I, I, I played um, an indie game called Undermine this past week. It's really fun. That was the indie game that I decided to play instead of some random AAA game. Um, so check it out. It's on Game Pass if you have it. But uh, the other thing, bro, Eric, you mentioned Tony Hawk Pro Skater. I played the demo, and I'm so in. Yeah, I'll see. So I'm like, I oh, can confirm play. that what you requested happened. Okay, we'll talk later about that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just letting you know, I did. Yeah, but I I played the demo and it it feels like Tony Hawk, and they're not they're doing it right. They're doing a proper remake with with you know it, it just feels feels like Tony Hawk. It, the fucking demo starts with like a video of skateboarding and and a, and a music soundtrack. It's a montage of skateboarding, just like the old games. And it's so like tickling that nostalgia bone, it's you know? Like it's super nineties, yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it's uh, it's arcadey and it's fun, and that's what I'm looking for. So I'm 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 looking forward to the, the a good AAA game with lower budget, if you will. <laughs> All right, who's up next? I can go next. Okay. Or Mika, you want to go? No, it's okay. All right, I'll go quick. Uh, for my dessert is, uh, I'm actually excited for next week because uh, there's going to be an event called DC Fandom where they've already confirmed that we're going to finally, finally, finally going to have the next games from Rocksteady, the developers of the Batman Arkham series, and w WB Montreal, which did the was it Shadow of Mortar games. And they're finally coming out with their next games. And they're both in the DC universe. From Rocksteady, we are going to have a Suicide Squad game called 
Suicide Squad kill the Justice League. So it's gonna be you fighting the Justice League as the bad guys. That'll be interesting. Damn, you're gonna lose. Triple A like Avengers. Like, the people in the games that you're the Suicide Squad made by the people that made the Batman Arkham games, where you're killing the Justice League. Yeah, I just, I'm in. I just, it does sound fun on paper. On paper, right? I just hope that they we learn it. from the fucking shenanigans that the Lord of the Rings game did with the no. microtransactions bullshit and all the AAA garbage. Completely, because Warner Brothers is one of the worst in terms of shit. They, they, they are for me. And uh, but what WB Montreal, the people that made the Shadow of War that, that Manny just uh, rightfully mm -hmm. complained about, they're making a Batman Gotham Knights game, which if you don't know, it's uh it's gonna follow the Court of Owls. They actually teased this like a year ago. And they're gonna have their whole the Lord of the Rings game, the the system, the the enemy system where if you if an enemy kills you, they become your rival, the whole thing. So they're gonna have a Batman game where there's different villains in the game. And if one of them defeats you for something, then they'll become your rival throughout the game and the whole thing. The Nemesis system. So again, uh -huh. those two games are coming next week. They're they're officially being announced. Warner Brothers has confirmed they're both being announced. A bunch of other stuff. So we'll probably talk about it more next week. And that's my appetizer. My dessert. Nice. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, it should be fine. <laughs> I'm happy that they're finally showing these. What I find a little absurd is that they've been teasing them for years. Years. Yeah, exactly. And then, like, all of a sudden, it's like, hey, we're announcing this next week. See you yeah, then. but this has been teased for years. To the point that Rocksteady, like, a year ago, tweeted a, an image of the of the Suicide Squad. We were like, obviously, they're confirming. And then, no. And then the same thing with WB Montreal. They, they sent something about the enemies for the game. And we were like, we know what this is. So Just a little flabbergasted. I was like, tease, tease, tease. And then not, not like a cool release trailer. It's just like... You'll see it next week. They exist. Let's wait for it. You know, I don't know. It's, it's dumb if you ask Man. me. <laughs> In terms of marketing. Yeah, but we're getting to DC games. Uh, we haven't had one in a while. I enjoyed the Batman Arkham games. This 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 should be right up my alley. I just hope Mon with WB That's doesn't fuck it up. Yeah, like Souls-like, you should see the amount of Arkham-like. You know what oh, I mean? Oh, combat? Yeah, yeah, that combat took yeah, off. Yeah, that's one of the big ones, too. Um, I mean, Ghost of Tsushima is combat. one that's like it, right? Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah a lot of, uh, every single person, yeah. if you want to talk innovation, they basically created the whole counter system. Maybe it's a game like Legend of Kree or something from the PlayStation 2, that's something like that. Minecraft mm. Kree or something, bro? Remember this? I remember the game. I don't remember it's that. Like Kingdoms of Amalur. Yeah, like a counter system like, that nobody ever mimicked until I think Batman. <laughs> yeah, anyway, like, just yeah, don't name. Dude, that's it. All right, who's next? I can go. Go for it. <laughs> um, I guess this is not really a big of a dessert, but uh, um, there's a little series of puzzle games called called Picross on the Nintendo eShop. They Ooh. cost like ten ten bucks. They never go on sale because they're very popular. They're on sale until tomorrow, and I forgot until last to tell you last week about this. Oh, oh those games are not, awesome! I love those. It's not a huge sale either. It's only a couple of bucks, but they never go on sale like ever. It's like twenty percent off, but the cross games are yeah, really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the are games are worth. The games are worth a regular price. They're ten bucks. They're hours of just puzzle playing. And good nice. brain games. It's it's nonograms. They're called nonograms, but it's called Picross. And all of them except the latest one are on sale. Even there's two, one of Kenomimi, uh, Kenomimi, Kenom, 
Kenomimi Friends, Kenomomo Friends, I forgot the actual name. And there's one based on an, an anime, and I forgot what it was called. Okay. But yeah, they're all on sale. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I again, not a huge I... sale, but better than nothing. Get them while it's hot, you know what I'm saying? They're really good. Like, I just finished the first one, and it's just... It, it's, a, it's really good. I mean, puzzle games, yeah. Those are some of the last pretty unique games out there, right? Like, most that, other that's games... Yeah, it, it, it's kind of like a Sudoku. Yeah, those are nice. I actually own the Zelda one that was only on the eShop if you had, like, a thousand gold points. I actually oh, have that nice. on my <laughs> That's so cool. Okay. Well, uh, Jobert? Yes. So, uh, so tomorrow, if I'm not mistaken, Battletoads uh, comes out, man. So I definitely want to try that. And uh, oh, You like beat-em-ups. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And this one is definitely... If we talk about that nostalgic factor, it should have it. So, looking forward to that. Isn't it like one of the hardest games ever made? Two player. <laughs> no, no, one of the hardest games ever made. Yeah, the original is known literally yes. as the hardest game ever made. Yeah, but, <laughs> yes. but uh, hard, right? I've always thought that was the case. It uh, was the whole because you could hit each other. Yes, some level. I, yeah. But uh, Gilbert, to quickly give you an update, the game's actually out right now. Oh, really? Oh, it's out go. officially I, right now on Xbox. They just, they just made it live. <laughs> cool. so they, they just sent out a tweet like, like Battletoads out, is out on, on, on Xbox Game Pass. So basically, it's like it's available to play, and I, I was seeing people's reaction of it. Well, we're right. just going to have to end this podcast. You know, so we can tomorrow, go but... get on that. <laughs> Surprise! Yeah, that was my, uh, <laughs> that was my dessert. Yeah. Okay, so I think we are all done then. Let's go play so, Battletoads. Uh, huh? <laughs> Let's go play Battletoads. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so as we well as have Game Pass. <laughs> yeah. I don't have my Xbox, so no. Ooh. Well, you have a PC, don't you? Yeah. I, I saw you guys playing Fall Guys. Oh, dude. Yeah. Yes. Oh yeah. I want to. I want to try that. Manu, Manny took two crowns from me. <laughs> <laughs> you only I, try one all night. <laughs> he won two crowns. Guess who was second place? Me. <laughs> I would like to play that. It's very fun. It's very fun. This is one of the indie yeah, innovations where they just took Mario yeah, Party and put it <laughs> together with Battle Royale and boom. But this time it worked, gangbusters. This time it worked, though. Next, next Mario Party, under player combo. Yeah, no, now Nintendo's gonna do it, and fucking all the triple A's are gonna do it. Yeah, it. it'll take a couple oh, of like, like Sakura Adventures is being modified right now to add yeah. <laughs> Is it only on Steam? No, it's no, on PlayStation. PlayStation. It's free on PlayStation yeah. Plus. It's free on Plus for a month. If you have a PlayStation oh, sweet. Plus, you have it oh, free. then I'm gonna download that right now, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Go ahead and get it. So free on PlayStation Plus for the next eleven days or so. Ah, a little bit longer to go into to the next month. All right. Okay. Can we play soon? 
Yeah. Yeah, right yeah. now, after Battletoads, we'll play it. Let's okay. But Battletoads doesn't have their online co-op online just yet, FYI. Um, I mean, <laughs> you guys want to kill everything. I'm just giving you the news. Let's wrap it afterwards. Let's wrap yeah. it up. <laughs> okay. Let's wrap it up. I'll be end our three-course gaming meal. We would like to thank everybody for listening. If you want more gaming-related content, you can look for gaming meal on most popular social media platforms. Just or here or ranting. Yeah, just just feel free to give us a follow, share a comment if the platform allows that type of social media stuff that I don't understand. Give okay. me money on Patreon. <laughs> we don't have one. Uh, no, he's not here. Okay, just find a Patreon then that like does something me. good yeah, for the community. Know. So I don't know, like helping hungry kids or developing education or and then donate, give, donate to charity, that. Or not to charity. Yeah, just find a Patreon <laughs> that's doing that or or give it to me. Patreon doesn't do that. <laughs> I'm just saying. All right. He's that's a long outro, the longest one we've had. That is all for today. <laughs> Have a good one, everyone.